1: hey everybody welcome to signals from the frontline special edition so we were with you on saturday of this week uh going over chapter approved actually it was just me and mariana mm-hmm. jason uh has a life uh he was playing flag football down at the beach it's true
0: and then bunch of men
1: your uh, your team got your asses kicked <clears throat> though because yeah. you were playing against a team that had former semi-pro football players on it. they played in the xfl yeah. <laughs>
0: apparently yeah san diego they don't play. I thought it was going to be fun. No, it is no Bunch joke. Bunch of idiot, like, middle-aged men playing football. But, no, it's not a joke.
1: It's, yeah, like, around here, because the weather's so good, people mm-hmm. play. There's a lot of organized, like, supposed to be for fun leagues, but yeah. they're actually played by people who take it really seriously. Right. And uh, they asked me to be on the team. I knew better.
0: They were running, like, plays, like, they, before we started. And, like, they were all wearing matching uniforms. We knew we were in trouble.
1: Yeah, they're, like, guys that played college football. Yeah. And like now, this is what they do to scratch that competitive edge. So, mm-hmm. the bad news bears, which are a bunch of gamers that put together a flag football team, got yeah. out there.
0: <laughs> we did have a couple of ringers that we uh, that were just looking for teams that yeah. were like already involved in that league. So, like, they were our best, like, they did everything. Yeah. We didn't do anything.
1: <laughs> That's, I almost wish I would have come down just to watch the how ridiculous that was. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh it was just me here, but, uh, uh, we went over Chapter approved. you can go watch that on Twitch in the VODs. It'll be going up on YouTube today. It's already up on uh, uh, iTunes if you want to catch the podcast. It was a little bit more freestyle. We kind of just did a Q&A. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, thank you for everybody for joining us and making the show, not me just talking to a camera, which would have been really bad. Um, yeah. So that was really fun. And then everybody had asked us, hey, can you please do it for Vigilist too? So we said, yeah. And here we are today following through on that. And this will be a little bit kind of in the same vein. It'll be a little bit of a freestyle. We'll give you kind of an overview of what uh, Vigilus is, touch on some of the highlights and then we'll answer your questions. Uh, It's going to be, uh, Vigilus is going to have not as big of an impact on the meta as chapter approved, but it will be uh, very significant. Uh, A lot of people I don't think understand how much this is going to bring you, um, but it it doesn't touch on every army. So Mm -hmm. um, there is that. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and jump in, and again, thank you for joining us on Twitch. This show, as always, brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org. You can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount. We have free shipping options within the continental United States for orders $99 and up. We have a full-service paint studio. We do sell uh, buy and sell secondhand models. Mm-hmm. So if you want to turn some of your old models into to cash or store credit, you can do so. Or if you want to pick up some really sweet deals, you can you can always swing by the shop here too and grab some even better in-store deals than we can advertise mm-hmm. uh, online. And right. that's starting to get out. People are starting to pop up and be like, Oh my gosh. Uh, we had a, our neighbor just pick up an entire Raven wing uh, bike army for a hundred bucks. Uh, yeah. No, was, he spent a little bit more than that. He spent like 150 bucks, but out of the secondhand shop in store, mm-hmm. uh, he just picked up a whole new army because he wanted to make the vigilist attachment for, uh, wing which is amazing, and we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. So that's the sales pitch. Thanks. Uh, we got to do it to keep the lights on. And uh, I'm your host, Reese, aka Reeseus, not Recio, that dastardly fellow.
0: No. He should make a comeback,
1: though. I want him to come back. Whoever was means, doing yeah. it.
0: Yeah, that was so funny. I think it was time.
1: Uh, and then if my co host, as always, the raw dog, the salty banana, mm-hmm. the leaky banana.
0: Yeah. Depends not so on, much anymore.
1: Yeah. Thank goodness. That I'm was bad. For that. that was bad. <laughs> I'm glad that's no longer an issue. Yep. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump in and talk about Imperium Nihilus Vigilus Defiant. Yeah. This is the new campaign book. Um, this is one of the, I think it's the first one for 8th edition, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Because they, they pretty much got all the codexes done. I know mm-hmm. we're still waiting on um, Gene Steeler Colts. Gene Steeler Colts. Yeah. Uh, but
0: that's but, been confirmed. And, yeah. I mean, I mean, like they're, that's coming. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's they've they've out. said it's yeah. on the way multiple times.
1: Yep. Uh, <clears throat> And then yeah, you guys are welcome. We're happy to come in and and, and uh, give you the content that you're looking for. But Inessa's is a battle is in chapter approved. It's a beta codex. Mm-hmm. Some people are are griping about it, but it's like, hey, this is an opportunity to give GW feedback. And then when you get your real codex. Which, um, again, I'm, I could tell you it's not too far away. I love the gripes, though. Um, yeah, it's just people are always just pitching, like, man. It's
0: just a battle. We want new models. They're like, here's the concept of the heads. They look too masculine.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, well, here's a beta codex. It's terrible. It's yeah. like, well, what do you want? What do you right? want? Do you want to go nothing? back to Yeah, your... okay, nothing. Yeah, how
1: about nothing so. at all?
0: That's what they should. GW should be like, you know what? No. Yeah. That's it. We tried. Fine. <laughs> you
1: ungrateful sons <laughs> of bees. Uh, but yeah, so. And they're in
0: there, though. The sisters of Battle.
1: yeah i mean you get this the is battle. It's, it's it's just obviously it's better than uh, what you had you got a bunch of strategies yeah. and all that stuff but that's not what we're here to talk about yeah. uh, and then make sure to tune into chapter tactics as well on tuesday um we did have a, a, a more in-depth discussion mm-hmm. of chapter approved we also touch on Vigilus. it's a uh, jeff and control robinson myself frankie and pablo mm-hmm. and that's like a two and a half hour cast we Oof. we really dug in oh i know uh,
0: Uh, Yeah,
1: but we really dig into it. And if you're looking for um, the real nitty-gritty chapter tactics, that's where you go for that. So let's uh, talk about it. First of all, it's a campaign book. For those of you who don't remember, these were really popular at the end of 7th edition. Mm -hmm. Uh, What this gives you is it's advancing the storyline of 40K. It takes place on the planet Vigilus, right, is the name of the planet? Yes. Yeah. So Vigilus is important because it's the... It's a gateway through the super warp storm that's cut the galaxy in half. Right. And, you know, it's like the Panama Canal, mm-hmm. really strategically important. Yeah. And all kinds of baddies are coming in and screwing it up. Mm-hmm. So the Imperium's sending in, you know, tons yeah. of Yeah, everything is being forces. funneled
0: yeah. that way. So it was already an important world even before that, the new warp storm. Basically, like you said, it split the galaxy in half because um, it was a staging area for there's that whole battle that's going on in the in the eastern quadrant of the galaxy against the tau that's going on i believe it's yep. the tau that's what they're yeah. fighting it's Dyges, the, the eastern right? fringe, uh... yeah and so it was already kind of like a place where like the the space marine legions the the Mechanicum cohorts the guard and stuff would stop like on their way there so it, it was already well populated and then when cadia um, was demolished um it also is where a lot of the imperial forces like retreated to So it was already, even before the huge warp storm came in, it was already pretty well fortified um, and and a pretty important world. And then when the warp storm began, uh, just, and it says they don't know why it happened or not, or or what happened, but it was uh, one of the only areas um, that basically was untouched and you couldn't get through to the uh, Imperium proper, which is uh, where Terra is. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it's in order to keep the, the uh, Imperium, the two halves of the Imperium connected, they need to retain these right um, these throughways. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's super critical to, to keep them. And yeah. so the stage is kind of set like, okay, now we understand why everyone's fighting. Mm-hmm. The orcs are there just because they're orcs and they're just like, oh, cool. And yeah. then they're just doing like wheelies out in the desert because they can't penetrate the, the, the shields around some of the cities. Right. The Eldar came to help. And then the Imperium... Misunderstanding what they were doing, then killed yeah. them. So now the Eldar are sending more forces to retaliate. Mm-hmm. Uh, now uh, um, the Black Legion is on the way. That's where we have yeah. Harkon. That's World kind of Taker.
0: that's kind of where it ends. So essentially, to, to set the stage of where where the game is at or where it's at with this campaign is that. The, the warp storm happened, the new warp storm. Um, it became pretty apparent pretty quickly that this is the only way to keep the two sides of the galaxy connected. We really need to or else that they're all gone. That whole side of the galaxy is gone. We're never going to see them again. The Imperium is going to come. And then both sides of the Imperium are going to uh, slowly crumble without supporting each other. Right. Um, because it's not just like... I mean, there's like Space Marine Legions and stuff like on that side of the galaxy. You can't just... Let him yeah, go. the Blood Angels yeah.
1: are over there, and they got decimated. They got yeah. almost wiped out by the Tyranids.
0: So Gilman is like, like we have, like this is the most important thing for happening right now. So he sends Calgar, yeah. his 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 lieutenant
1: who is now upgraded to a primaris version of calgar. Yeah,
0: so he, he he's not he so he is technically a primaris lieutenant. So a nice new release that we got. Another one. Another yes. one. Um so he sends him and it's just like do whatever it takes to get there. And so Calgar starts rallying the forces of all the space marine legions and basically cuz he's like the the hand of the king essentially. Yeah. Uh, and is like So he's, So wait, he's
1: Ned Stark? Kind of. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's not good. That's not good for him. No. <laughs> That's not- it's not good yeah. we all see how being the hand of the king has turned out for everybody else
0: yeah so. so slowly the space marine legions are starting to um, trickle in and they're starting to, to make planet fall. Calgar shows up um, he figures out very quickly that the the rulers of the planets which were like this hodgepodge um, ruling class of, of, of humans uh, was corrupted by the gene stealer cults who were there for hundreds and hundreds of years before the, the warp rift they saw the orcs come. They're like, oh, like, we got to... We got to spring it's time time. Now. Like, yeah. it was... They were not ready at all. But once they saw the orcs, they're like, we can't... Like, if the orcs take over, we're done. Like, they're going to yeah. kill everything. So yeah. we have to actually do this now. So, uh, so... But they were still influencing the Imperial forces um, until Calgar showed up and, and, and was like, okay, you guys are Gene Steeler cultists and um, <laughs> wiped them out or imprisoned. <laughs> he comes in, he's like... Yeah. yeah. And it was funny, the way they unveiled it. I'm on you. They're like, they're like, one of the guys, he, uh, Kalgar looked and he had, uh, like purple spots. It's like, oh, the guy couldn't like hide the purple spots. He's, <laughs> He's like, oh, Calgar's here. Put maybe, on. yeah. Maybe I should wear a cloak or something. <laughs> maybe so, I shouldn't come to the meeting. Yeah. Maybe well, I'm sick. Sick guys. <laughs> so the guy showed up with like bumps on his neck, and Calgar's like, all right, well, you're a gene stealer. This is um, our first
1: rodeo, bro. <laughs>
0: yeah. So he takes over as, as like, okay, I'm now in charge. Puts a bunch of uh, space marines, um, like the, the head of the space marine uh, chapters, in charge. There's a, sisters of battle that were already on the planet because it was a, the ecclesiarchy was very, very um, ingrained in the planet already, uh, and then of course the imperial forces, the guard had their own commanders, and so there's a new there's a new governing council on the planet, um, but they're contending with the the uprising from the gene stealer cults that did a lot of damage, Right. Um, the orcs that are just there, and and essentially just to set the, the set the, the the play I guess the, the landscape is the planet is a desert. Uh, with a couple places here and there where they have like water reservoirs that are like super fortified, and they say they they liken that the desert area around all the hive cities is like an ocean. So it's hard to cross, and that's where all the orcs are, and they're all kind of out there in the Badlands, very mad, mad, Mad Max esque, kind of a cool narrative. Or the red right shirt. Yeah, and so um, and like you said, the Eldar had come to try to warn them and help them out, and then the Imperial forces, yeah, as usual. Um, did not understand what was going on and killed them. So now they're coming back to for vengeance. The Dark Eldar are there um, because the Ultramarines are there. And I guess in a pre, uh, this is unknown to me. I, I didn't get too much into the previous campaigns before this, um, or the end of Seventh Edition about what happened. But uh, I guess the Ultramarines like really took it to the Dark Eldar like badly, and so they're there for revenge because yeah. they've been tracking the movements of the of the Ultramarines. And for them, they're like, here's our chance to like really wipe out. Uh, this chapter that did so much damage to us. So they're there. And then, of course, you have all the um, the Space Marine Legion. Basically, every Space Marine Legion is is represented, of course, because, you know, you want to have rules for all the players right. who have white scars or iron hands or whatnot. And they've
1: all been depleted, so it takes more of them to get yeah. the job and done. And just so you
0: know, people are always complaining about iron hands. The first Legion that shows up is the iron hands. Yeah. And they don't say anything. They just show up. They, just they don't aware. tell anyone they're there. They just do their thing. And the Brazen Claws, which are their, like, successor chapter. Um, so all the space marine legions are there. Um, they make the excuse, not the excuse, but the way that they explain why there's like Cadishans there and Valhallans and Mordians and Cadians and all these different, um, guard legions, because of course players have different, they don't all have the Cadians, um, is that, uh, it was where the staging area was for the war in the East. Oh, so they were already so there. So they're already there. Yeah. So, so that's kind of what's going on. And then at the very end of the book, um, you know not that the imperial forces already have all the other stuff they had to deal with but the black legion shows up um the 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 new uh, uh herald uh, world claimer world claimer the guy he's like a herald of abaddon shows up basically takes over all the vox systems on the entire planet and tells him like you guys are dead i'm here abaddon's on his way and that's kind of how it ends so it's pretty cool like the way that they do it that is really
1: cool yeah so it's it's uh, definitely setting the stage for some cool action and then there is going to be another book in this so you can expect to see the story be, be concluded um, in the next version of, of of the books. That's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Which that means that you can also expect more good stuff mm-hmm. in terms of you know rules, campaigns, missions, all kinds of fun stuff. So um, there is something in here for everybody. I know there's 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 open play and narrative play stuff. A lot of the missions are you know battles that are occurring mm-hmm. on the planet. So it's really cool stuff. However. We know you all, and we know you're here to hear about match play. So let's what go ahead. rules? Yeah. Let's go ahead and just jump into that. And just so you
0: know, if you guys do have a cool, small, and I would say a small game group is good for this. This is a good campaign to oh, do. It'd be blast. Narrative play. If you had the, the old planetary empire tiles and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, narrative play is a blast. Yeah. That's my. That is my second favorite way to play the game. I used to write up crazy narrative uh, in my game club. I would go by everybody's game and take notes, and then I'd write stories about like their characters. And mm-hmm. it was fun, it was a blast, but I, I don't have time to do that anymore, unfortunately, yeah. but I really enjoy that kind of play. I love RPGs and, and narrative play is more of an RPG experience really than a uh, competitive right. uh, game. So uh, there are uh, really fun uh, scenario missions. They're not necessarily super, you know, balance may not be the number one priority as opposed to telling a story or recreating the games. And if you want to give those a shot in your game club, please do, they're super fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And they they were tested as well. But again, the the idea wasn't to have perfect parody, it was to tell a story. So bear that in mind. Um, You get all kinds of new stratagems and fun stuff um, uh, available for uh, narrative play. Really cool. Uh, Definitely give it a whirl if that's something you enjoy doing, uh, because it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And then they give you rules for the battle zones. Really, really cool stuff. Yeah. So then we'll go ahead and jump into the match play, because I know yeah. that people here, that's predominantly what they're uh, more interested in. Yeah. Um, so the first one, specialist attachments, this is the, I would say this is kind of like the big thing for match play. Um, they are like formations, they are not formations in the sense that we remember them from yeah. the bad old days. Um, it's not battle company where you're getting 500 points of free stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, it's, it's nothing like that. So mm-hmm. the way the specialist detachment works, you pick a detachment in your army as long as you're battle Forged, and you can pay a CP to give them another keyword, right? And it doesn't apply to everything in the detachment, it applies to specific units. And then those units get access to a new warlord trait, a new relic, um, and uh, uh, two, usually two stratagems, sometimes more, that apply to units with the specific keyword. Keywords, so um, it's much more toned down. Yes. Right. It's not the craziness. And it's
0: fair. It's not free. Like it no, costs you, have to you burn CP, yeah. like at the beginning of the game. Yeah, that is not free. Like, and not everything is included. Yeah. In them.
1: No, it's not. And we'll go over something. So, yeah. like, you pay points to get CP, right? Mm-hmm. Like you are. It's you're, it's a resource management. Now, of course. Some armies get access to more CP and or they don't need them as much. Mm-hmm. So it's not perfectly even, but whatever, right? Like it is what it is. Um, but they're really cool and they're all thematic. And one of the things I really like about them is that you pick to do this uh, as you're playing the game, right? Like you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to make these guys this, whatever uh, option is available to me. Um, and, and it's a lot of fun, man. So um one of the other things it lets you do is it lets you make, you can spend a CP to make another character uh, in your army, uh, get a warlord trait, and then they get the warlord trait of their specialist detachment, right? They're not your warlord. You just mm-hmm. They're basically just, you get another guy that gets the special uh, rule. Uh, and then if somebody was asking about the relics, I think it was Tommy Neck. Um, the relic is not free, right? So you get one free relic in your army, and then if you want more, you have to buy them. Right. So, uh, and then, you know, verbatim, uh, before the battle, uh, before the battle, you may give a relic from this selection to a character from your army with a relevant specialist attachment keyword instead of blah, 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 Mm blah. Name characters such as Gasual Thiraga cannot begin them. Note that some relics replace one of the characters existing weapons, blah, 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 blah. So if you want to do it, that's going to be your free relic, right? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, You don't get, you don't get like a bonus relic. Uh, So,
0: so this is very similar to, um, in Age of Sigmar, when you take uh, the battalions, or I don't know, what are they called in Age of Sigmar, where you take certain um, like force organizations and you get like an extra relic for each one of those you take? Right. Would that be similar to this? Oh, uh, like You can I take an so. additional one because you're taking that formation. And it's not like it's free, like you are using ACP to do this. Okay. So I just
1: wanna make sure I'm, I'm actually interpreting that correctly. Right.
0: Well, it would probably be, would probably be a theory, right? special attachments. Yeah. Well, no, it
1: just says that you may give them the relic from this section with the relevant instead of a relic from a codex or chapter proof Yeah. So um, I'll double check on that. But the the way I understand it to work um, is that it's, it is not, you don't get an additional free relic. Mm. But I'll double check on that. Uh, put a question mark on that for now. Yeah. But um, it says you get that instead of XYZ.
0: Gotcha. So, cool.
1: Um, if, so, we'll jump in.
0: Good question. We were actually talking about this Go yesterday. For, uh, for the purposes of competitive play, if you're taking a special Detachment, do you have to create it pre-game, or is it required to be part of your list?
1: Let's double-check. Um, this section introduces Specialist Detachments for a dozen different factions. These rules portray the many unique fighting styles, blah, blah, blah. If your army is battleforged, you have access to the Specialist Detachment stratagems presented in this section. A Specialist Detachment stratagem is a unique type of stratagem used when choosing your army so it is during the army building phase okay um, the stratagem will assign a specialist detachment keyword to certain to certain units in that detachment and will unlock warlord traits relics stratagems and psychic powers that those units can take Any detachment from your army can be upgraded to a specialist detachment by using the appropriate specialist detachment stratagem. a detachment can only be upgraded to a special de, specialist detachment once and thus cannot have multiples. so it is uh, in the list building phase. Okay. Um and that mean and that is how you get the relic instead okay. that's how you get your free relic instead of um you don't get to do it at the tabletop. So
0: gotcha. So you couldn't take um like a regular um you know, let's say like you're taking a guard battalion, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and elements of that guard battalion are the specialist detachment. You couldn't take a relic for your warlord and then take a relic for somebody that's in that detachment, right? Well in so you you
1: that. could take the relic from your specialist detachment because you made them that beforehand. Mm-hmm. But then if you wanted other relics, you have to pay CP to do it per normal, Okay. right? It just gives you more options. So um, it's not giving you free stuff, it's just mm-hmm. giving you more options and you have to pay to do it. Yeah. Um, so then that answers that question. Uh, jumping in, the uh, some of the new units, Marnius, Calgar. Uh, if you guys wanted to, to lo- learn a little bit more about that. The greatest
0: he, premier's lieutenant in the of galaxy.
1: All. He is yeah. right now. So he has eight wounds, six attacks, T5, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. He has a two up armor, four up invul, his uh, Gauntlets of Ultramar are rapid fire two, strength four, AP one, two damage, pretty good. And 24 inch range. And then his uh, electronic boxing gloves are just a uh, power fist with no minus one to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, He gives you two command points if warlord, and he gives a four reroll or as a chapter master. So pretty good. And then the Vikatris Honor Guard, these guys are really, really, really good. Uh, 70 points for the two, that's nothing. And uh, they are strength four, T4, three wounds, four attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2 up armor save 3 up invulnerable save and they each have a power sword uh, really good and then they can take wounds for characters
0: mm-hmm. um, you're going to see a lot of those guys they're really good especially the Bobby G I think yeah. you're going to see people because it's just an extra how many wounds is that? it's an extra 6 extra wounds extra 6 wounds yeah. and then you, not bad
1: and then you have an apothecary to heal <clears throat> right. him and then bring one of them back to life if one of them dies it's Ooh, incredible baby. Yeah, there's yeah. the Vicatrix Honor Guard for 70 points is just a great deal I mm-hmm. think you'll see him a lot Harkin Worldclaimer um he's got kind of a goofy profile. I think you're gonna see him used more as just a chaos lord with a jump hack than actually as Harkin. He's not bad. He's just I don't know, he's he's he's, he's cool, but he's just not
0: very situational.
1: He's kind of confused in his rules, right? Um he's got the Hell Spear, which is a shooting attack. Yeah. Um I was hoping that it would be melee and assault, but hey. Okay. Uh so it's uh he's got a Chaos Lord stat with five attacks instead of four. Mm-hmm. Um, His spear is uh, strength 5, AP 3, D3 damage, not bad. Uh, 12-inch range, and he rerolls ones to hit in the fight phase for raptors. He is a raptor himself. Uh, And then he has a lightning claw. And then he's got the five attacks to simulate having two, so that's pretty good. Um, He has a 4-up invul save, 3-up armor save, jump pack. If he kills an enemy character, he gets plus one attack. Um, He gets uh, raptors reroll ones to hit in the fight phase, so he's all right' he's, he's not terrible he's only 115 points it's cheap mm-hmm. uh, and the model is absolutely phenomenal so um I, I think you'll be seeing him a lot just as a chaos lord
0: question if you can take them without Calgar yeah, oh yeah I no, no why says you could not
1: no yeah they're just an elite choice they have their own points costs and if 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 you take Calgar um, they don't take up a force Word slot. Hmm. Very cool. But that's actually kind of a detriment in this edition because you want to fill the four sword slots. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, you do not need to take Calgar to take the Honor Guard. They're really good. Um, So can we only have one of each specialist detachment in an army asks AJ Shadowhawk. Uh, Let me double check. I don't think there's a... a, I think you can have more than one of each specialist detachment, but each detachment can only have one specialist uh, trait. Okay, you have access. Let me see. Blah, blah, blah. We'll sign. Any detachment from your army can be upgraded to a specialist detachment. So you can take more than one of each kind. Um, I don't know why you w- would do that, but I'm, I'm, perhaps
0: there's something you guys have seen. But I think that you didn't. can only take actually one of each specialist detachment. No, there's no limit. Of you it. can't take multiples of the same one? Let's check. I think it actually says it on the specialist detachments. <clears throat> like, I think it says one per army or something like that.
1: I don't see any restriction on it.
0: I think it's, you in, can... the, it's in the actual stratagem. I think if you look. Um...
1: No, it's used pregame. There's no reason you couldn't make two. Oh. So yeah, it's a pregame. It's a pregame stratagem. So okay. uh, use the stratagem when choosing your army. Pick a space race detachment for your army to be an Indominus Crusader Specialist detachment. So since it's pregame, there's no limitation on the number of times you can use it. I don't know why you would really, but because you're just burning more CP to do it. So I mean, perhaps there's some combo that that makes sense, but I, I don't really personally mm-hmm. see it. So why don't we just jump in and talk about the first one, uh, Indomitus Crusaders? This one's really cool. It applies to a Space Marine detachment. <clears throat> the Warlord trait is a uh, uh, b- 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 gray shield. Once per battle, at the start of your movement phase, if your Warlord is on the battlefield, you can choose. For Indominus Crusader units in the same detachment as your ruler to gain an additional chapter tactic. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Until the start of your next turn, friendly Indominus Crusaders gain the benefit of the ch- that chapter tactic in addition to whatever one they have. Uh, and then you get to pick from a list. So for one turn, um, uh, you get to double down, which is pretty cool, right? Really flexible. Uh, the relic that they get is the Reliquary of Gathalamor. Nice. Uh, enemy psykers within 18 inches of the bearer, subtract one from their test. If they fail their test on a 4-up they take d3 mortal wounds uh pretty cool and then they also have the standard of the ultima founding uh, once battle at the start of your movement phase the bear can choose to plant the banner if you do so uh the bear can't move but indominus crusader infantry models re-roll hits and wound rolls of one within six inches pretty cool mm-hmm. but the real benefit is that uh so you pay the one cp you make primaris captains lieutenants ancients intercessors and scepters Uh, Gain the Indominus Crusader keyword. And then that gives you access to some really cool stratagems. The the coolest one is Veteran Intercessors. You pick that obviously on one of the the units that has this keyword. They get the Veteran keyword. They get plus one attack and leadership. And then they get access to three other uh, stratagems based on the fact that they're Veteran Intercessors. One of them is target sighted. Uh, The unit with stalker pattern bolt rifles can shoot characters. They become snipers. Very good bolt storm um, a unit with auto bolt rifles automatically hits right so those are the assault two bolters not the one you take very often but mm-hmm. if you do really cool if you're fighting like um, a lay talk or something like that and they're like oh my ranges are minus three to hit you're like get wrecked son mm-hmm. dead uh, and then the one that I think is the <clears throat> best one is rapid fire uh, veteran intercessors treat their uh, bolt rifles as rapid fire too so you have a unit of 10 intercessors, they run forward, they quadruple tap, mm-hmm. 40 uh, strength 4 AP1 shots, and then they charge you with 30 attacks. And then, uh, if I remember correctly, the I think it might be in, actually in chapter approved, if I remember correctly, I don't, put an asterisk on this one. I believe that they can take Power Fist now, the Primaris Intercessor Sergeant. Mm which means that um, I'm like 90% sure that in chapter prove you can take that. That means a veteran intercessor sergeant would have four attacks. Nice. That's no joke, man. Yeah. So um, that gives you a taste of how these work, mm-hmm. right? It's, they're really good. They're really cool. But you have to you have to invest a lot of points into making it happen. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, like an ultramarine player. Now you have a really good reason to take one unit of ten intercessors. To be, you're just like, go forward and fight, especially if you have G-Man or, you know, Calgar or something like that. When these guys are putting out that many attacks, they're doing a lot of damage.
0: So would you be able to use that in conjunction with other stratagems like um, a unit can fire again? Like, can you use the stratagem or no? Would it would it, it depends. Work?
1: I mean, if you have access to a shoot again stratagem, you mm-hmm. totally could do so. Yeah. But not everybody has access to those. Mm-hmm. Um it's, it's really, really cool. Like, it helps a ton. Um, There's an Ultramarines Vicatrix Guard Specialist Detachment. Uh, use the stratagem when choosing your army. Pick an Ultramarines Detachment from your army to be a Vicatrix Guard Specialist Detachment. Captain's Ancient Honor Guard, Victrix Vanguard, uh, Stern Guard, and uh, blah, blah, blah. I'll get the Vicatrix mm-hmm. Guard keyword. Uh, your Warlord trait, once you battle on the fight phase, you can reroll Wound Rolls for attacks made by Vicatrix Guard within six inches. Really good if you're not taking G-Man, although if you're Ultramarines, I don't know why you wouldn't. Uh, fight like demigods, 1 CP. Use the Stratagem at the start of the fight phase. Pick a Vicatrix Guard unit, which they all get that keyword, uh, from your army within six inches of a, of a Vicatrix Guard Captain. Add one to hit rolls until the end of the phase. Uh, that's only 1 CP, it's really good. Strike first for Ultramar's, 3 CP. Use the Stratagem at the end of your opponent's charge phase. Pick a Vicatrix Guard unit from your army that was charged this phase or that performed a heroic intervention. This unit can immediately pile in and fight as if it were the fight phase. So, I mean, that's crazy. You're doing it in your opponent's turn. That's really good. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Uh, then you have a Relic, the Soldier's Blade, plus one strength, AP 4, 2 damage. And then the standard of McCrag and Violet. Uh, you put it on your Ancient, add one to the leadership characteristic of any Ultramarines within 12 inches. In addition, add one to the attacks characteristic. A Truth Guard within uh, six inches of the bear—that's insane. <laughs> yeah. So now your Vanguard vets with double chain swords have like six attacks each, right? Like, and then they can, for three CP, fight your opponent in their fight phase, right? It's 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 really good, but again, you have to build for it, mm-hmm. right? So instead of going through these all one at a time, which would be really annoying and boring, uh, why don't you all ask us some questions and then we will answer them?
0: time for questions y'all uh
1: and then we had a, a sub up there thank you so much we really appreciate that <laughs>
0: tell me how good raven wing are well, uh, the, the let's raven, do it
1: the raven wing attack squadron is
0: badass yeah um let's look at that one
1: why, why don't you go through it and then i'd like to hear your reaction because swift strike
0: i haven't looked at it is yet, one bro, of the
1: coolest you? stratagems in the game
0: have you looked at it yet you might be better than me just reading it. All right, well, so then okay. why, don't I, why don't I do that? <laughs> I so could. You want to just The
1: Ravenwing Attack Squadron, you pay one CP mm-hmm. um, and you make all Ravenwing units in it, get the, the specialist keyword. Mm-hmm. So the, the part that's just so rad is the swift strike stratagem is two CP. Use the stratagem in the fight phase after an Attack Squadron unit from your army is fought. That unit can immediately fall back as if it were your movement phase. So... Your black knights go in punch somebody in the face, and mm-hmm. before they can swing back, they leave. Nice. It's so good. All right. Or if you've got your Talon Master or Samael or something like that, uh, you go in, punch them in the face, and then you boogie out of there. Yeah. Maybe go jump onto an objective or something. Mm-hmm. Really good. Um, the other one signaled the attack um, uh, from your b- 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 in the shooting phase. Add the attack, okay, use the stratagem after an attack squadron from your army has uh, attacked an enemy unit in the shooting phase. Add the attack, and the attack resulted in the enemy losing one of our models. Add one to hit rolls for attacks made by other attack squadrons that target the same unit. So, especially when you're using like a Talon Master with um, double assault cannon, double heavy bolter, go plink it with something, and then now that guy's plus one to hit with his 16 shots. Mm. Um uh, well and then everybody is really, but um it's really good. It's really, really good, right? But it 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 rewards you for taking a themed detachment. Uh it's extremely good. Uh so and then there's some other fun stuff in there too, like a a monster slayer of Caliban sword and, and fun stuff well, like
0: Jason that. Jason returned to the gray Knights. Gray knights aren't here. They have other stuff to worry about.
1: Uh Marianne, can you or Jason, can you scroll up a little bit? There's a couple questions. Sure.
0: Um, no, it was just Carl was asking about Space Wolves.
1: Yeah, well, we can jump into it. About... He,
0: he was asking if I was going to go back to Grey Knights because of this, but Grey Knights are not in the Codex or are not in the campaign. Yeah, they're yet. not. not yeah. Who knows what Abaddon might be bringing? Ooh, he might bring the Grey Knights. He might bring like a Corn demon or something.
1: So yeah, we'll talk about the Space Wolves. Theirs is really cool too. Um, where are we at? Space Wolf Stalker Pack. So uh, it's one CP. You pick a, a detachment. And then battle leaders, blood claws, reavers, which is neat that reavers get it too. Um, gain the stalker pack keyword. Uh, blood scent. It's a two CP stratagem. Uh, pick an enemy infantry or monster that has suffered any casualties or taken any wounds. Uh, stalker pack units that um, uh, that target that enemy until the end of the phase get plus one to wound. Super good. Uh, really, really strong. Especially if, like blood claws going into like I don't know Magnus or something like that. And then pack killers, use the stratagem after a stalker pack unit makes a charge move. Pick another friendly stalker pack unit within 12 inches of the unit that charged. Until the end of the phase, you can roll 3d6 when making charge moves with that unit and discard the dice with the lowest result. So really useful Mm -hmm. to help get multiple, to make long charges. So you have two units that are next to a unit. The closer one makes a charge. The second one now has way better odds of making that charge. Uh, The saga of the savage, which is really cool. It's plus one attack. And then the deed of legend is if you kill five if you do five wounds Mm -hmm. with your warlord then everyone else around him gets plus one attack it's really strong um it's very cool very cool
0: somebody was asking about i don't think there is there's not a specific one for the salamanders um or the catachins but they are there
1: erastia i want to know about catachin and salamanders i only play armies that lift they get yeah. swole in the 41st century.
0: <laughs> Do salamanders more than other space marines? They're bigger. Regions?
1: They're described as being bigger and oh. tougher than most space marines.
0: Interesting. Yeah. They kind of went away from that. They used to be T5. Yeah. Well, let's talk. You know what? Somebody asked about successor chapters, Black Templars. Let's yeah. Talk about them a little bit.
1: Let's talk about Black Templars. Theirs is pretty cool. I know a lot of Black Templars players have been feeling a little disenfranchised, so mm-hmm. um, this should make you happy. They have the Sword Brethren, mm-hmm. so you, play, you pay one CP. Uh, High Marshal Helbrecht, Emperor's Champion, Captains, Company Champions, Company Veterans get the Sword Brethren keyword. Mm-hmm. Um, their okay, Warlord I mean, trade I mean. is so- uh, Master Swordsman. Add one to your attacks characteristic. In addition, each time you roll an unmodified hit roll of a six, it's two hits instead of one. It's really good.
0: Splitting six is nice. Yeah,
1: it's really yeah. good. Especially if you have like a Thunder Hammer or something like yeah. that. Like you just smack them in the face. They brought the Holy Hand Grenade back.
0: Did they really? Yeah, dude.
1: Interesting. The Holy Orb. Um, oh, they did, yeah. It's really funny. So, you, um, the bear, it's a once per game, you throw it at an enemy unit within 6 inches, a roll of D, a d6 for every 10 models in the unit, uh, and on a roll of a 2+, plus they take d3 mortal wounds. So, it's not that, it's really not that great, mm-hmm. but it's fun, it's funny. Like, you could take it for a laugh, but it's just cool that they brought it back.
0: Wow. So, suffer not the unclean to live is a pretty good stratagem if you're taking Black Templar. So, you give them, it's 2 CP. Uh, you pick a Sword Brethren unit. Again, a Sword Brethren unit is just the name of uh, one, you probably put it on a company, a keyword that you a company veteran squad. They, no, they all get it. Oh, everybody yeah, who, everyone who has in, that keyword.
1: So the way it works, you pay this, everyone that, that all the, right. these units in that detachment yes. get the Sword Brethren keyword.
0: Nice, so you pick one of those units that you've chosen, uh, you add one of the attacks characters as the models in that unit, and you get to reroll wound rolls for attacks they made until the end of the phase. It's really so good. So if you really need something dead. Yeah. Wow, that's really good.
1: Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, the Holy the holy Hand Grenade's not bad. If it wasn't once per battle, it'd be good if you could just keep doing it. But mm-hmm. it's basically like, it's basically a smite. And then if the unit has like, you know, 20 guys, it's 2d3 instead of d3. It, it's right. okay.
0: And you can give your, you can give a unit a 5-up invulsive or a um, Feel No Pain.
1: Yeah, for for a phase, for only one CP, yeah. you can use a Sword and unit, can get a 5-up uh, Feel No Pain. Actually safe. not bad. So no, if you it's, wanted to take like a small
0: Black Templar's detachment... Like, there you go. Yeah. It becomes deadly.
1: You know, and then the, 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 the what they want to emphasize on is like the company veterans. Um, right.
0: Which would be like the sword brethren.
1: Which fits the theme, right? Mm-hmm. Like it totally fits the theme. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, which,
0: which is now the sword brethren are no longer a thing, by the way. That's why they're yeah. calling this the sword brethren. So you're right. It would be like. Um, the company veteran squad yeah would then make them look like a sword brethren
1: so the, i guess kind of the idea is like say you have a, a elite detachment mm-hmm. or maybe you have like a battalion but you took a bunch of like company veterans You yeah. you buy this and then you have the company champion help helbrecht
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: you pay the one cp now you have access to all this other fun stuff yeah um and then you can beef up those units it's rewarding you for taking a themed detachment which is really cool mm-hmm. right but it gives you a lot of flexibility too um uh, any Death Watch special stuff? No, it was just Ravenwing Atomic Hurdle.
0: Yeah, there's no Death Watch there. There's no um But the but the uh, Grey Knights there, there right now. But this I mean again, this is just the first book. The we first, don't know yeah. I mean, with the Black Legion coming to the world, that also means likely we're gonna see demons coming as well, which means um Yeah. Great knights might have a, a place in the next book. Who knows? We don't really know.
1: And the thing like like Terminator's got cheaper and chapter approved, so there's a little benefit for Deathwing, but um your Ravenwing attack squadron is awesome. And then I, I, it bears mentioning that the warlord trade is always strikes first, so that obviously combos really well with the stratagem to bail out. <laughs> like, yeah, so I'll hit you first and then see yeah. you later.
0: Just keep doing it. Boop, yeah. boop, boop. I'm going to use these CP for that.
1: Yeah. It's really, it's yeah. really good. Um, the uh, Cybernetica cohort, I saw people asking that in the mm-hmm. chat, so we'll uh, yeah, Axes of Entry, the Holy Hand Grenade will be good against orcs, it'll be good against cultists. Um, it's just, I don't know, would you really take that as your relic? I don't think I would. It's, it's just, if, you, if it was just like you dash a grenade, you could throw it every turn 100%. Mm-hmm. But um, just a once per game, it's a little underwhelming in my opinion, but that's, it's fun, though, which is awesome. So the Cybernetica cohort, uh, it's a specialist detachment for Adeptus Mechanicus. Uh, you pick a detachment, uh, blah, blah, blah. tech priests, uh, Dominus, engine Seers, Cybernetica Smith and and robots gain the Cybernetica cohort uh, keyword. Uh, they have really cool stratagems, power surge. Um, use it at the start of the charge phase, pick a unit of Cybernetica cohort and robots from your army within three inches of a uh, Datasmith, add three to their charge rolls until the end of the phase for one CP. That's super good. Mm-hmm. That means that even a long charge becomes very realistic to make. Uh, really, really good. So I know a lot of people don't like the punchy robots you think they're underperformed. You don't see them very often, so it's pretty telling. This is a big, uh, quite a big boost. Mm -hmm. And then strafing fire run, uh, you pick a unit of robots and uh, until the end of the turn, treat heavy weapons as assault weapons, which is really good because they tend to just sit in one spot. This helps uh, mitigate that. So really, really cool, Uh, a lot of fun. The warlord trait, once for battle, when your warlord uses the um, repair ability, he does a D6 instead of a D3, obviously quite good. Um, and then their Relic, friendly units of cybernetica cohort robots can attempt to uh, change their battle protocols at the start of each of your movement phase if they were the 9s to the mm-hmm. Really, really good for robots that want to uh, jump into like ultra shoot mode or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a big boost. And then in chapter proof, Adeptus Mechanicus got massively cheaper. Um, I think you're going to see them coming back and, and being quite good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope
0: people were asking about guard which there's a lot of guard guard
1: got yeah. five uh, yeah. d- detachments so we won't go through every little thing but mm-hmm. basically there's there's a theme mm-hmm. um, the emperor's blade assault company is about mechanized units mm-hmm. uh, you can Owl, have
0: armored fist company Yep, basically
1: so you can one of the cool ones is that you can move a transport and then get out that's super good mm-hmm. right so if you take some veterans which are now only five points load them up like i play katachans i and i love playing my veterans i actually really enjoy them i take three flamers a heavy flamer Mm -hmm. so i move my chimera and then i get out they can't move again but you can shoot and then the katachan uh, orders to re-roll the number of shots with flamer and then it permanently takes or for the rest of the turn it takes cover away from the unit you shoot it's really good uh so you can move jump out shoot Mm -hmm. um another one is that you can have your transport vehicle overwatch for the unit like tau style so then, you, that obviously that same combo, you get the guys out right around the Chimera. Someone charges you; they're getting hit with the flamers from the unit and from the Chimera. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah, it's fun. And then you can uh, you can issue orders from inside of the vehicle, and it it's very cool. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is the one that I think you're going to see the most: it's the Emperor's Wrath Artillery Company. Uh, extremely good. It applies to Hydras, Basilisks, uh, Master of Ordnance, and uh, Wyverns. Wyverns. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically what it does is you get access to some really cool stratagems, the one that I think is amazing. Suppressive so fire. It's only one CP.
0: Yeah. And these are for any, any um, Astra Militarum um, to, uh, brigade or whatever they're called. Army. Yeah. Army, Army, yeah.
1: You, you yeah. Don't, it, it's not for any specific yeah. regiment, mm-hmm. um, although the infantry one is especially good for Catechamps.
0: Catechamps, yes.
1: So this one, uh, instead of uh, what you do is you pick uh, an enemy unit within range. Of one of the guns on your uh, wyvern basilisk or hydra and you spend one cp you don't do any damage to them but you make it so they can't overwatch and have their movement that's mm-hmm. dumb good like so good
0: yeah and we were talking about how Whoa. you might see some hydras yeah they got because one of the vehicles uh you do is you sacrifice all shooting in order to do this so you, you bring your hydra because you know they're not that great and, uh, and you say, well, that's my uh, suppressive fire vehicle. It'll be using my one CP on every turn. Yeah, and, and then you just hide And, and you, have you don't need line of sight. You don't need you hide the tank as long as something's within 48 inches, you suppress fire at it. And then it can't overwatch you. Yeah.
1: It's so good. Like imagine if you're playing Tau yeah. and you're like, well,
0: Shining uh, Spears. that big
1: <laughs> unit is not gonna overwatch me.
0: Yeah,
1: Or yeah, like um, Shining Spears. Because the other thing about it is that, unlike the Thunderfire Cannon that has a lot of restrictions, this one, uh, this one only works on infantry, so it wouldn't work on um oh, okay. uh, on shining spears, but it would work on units with the fly keyword, which is thunderfire cannon does not. Oh, cool! Right, so mm-hmm. uh, really good, like especially if you're playing like like um, uh, like crisis suits orcs. or something like that, like
0: a super fast unit of giant orcs. So yeah, like that one's not going that fast. A
1: thirty yeah. unit of boys, they're yeah. like sick. I'm never going anywhere. Yep. Um, really good. And the other one, pounding barrage, is amazing. You pick an emperor's wrath vehicle from your army and you can shoot twice
0: mm-hmm.
1: like a wyvern that's shooting eight d6 shots is pretty damn good yeah or a basilisk yep dude that's really wyvern. good yeah exactly or like um, you said a
0: basilisk mm-hmm. a cattachin basilisk we're re-rolling that d6 number of shots so it's like oof
1: the um this is a
0: cattachin w- one by the way um this is a caption
1: i mean it'd be good for anybody really like yeah. i mean Catachans obviously jumps tanks. out at you because yeah, right? the tanks
0: that you can take. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, well, it's funny too because in the fluff, catachans are really, really good at um, artillery bombardments mm-hmm. because they fight in places where you can't really use tanks. Yeah. So, uh, and then they have their relic is really cool too. You pick a uh, you pick one of the emperor's wrath artillery units within six inches, and they ignore cover. Mm-hmm. So just you're stacking all these benefits. Right. So now, like your your wyvern is shooting all these shots. It doesn't even care if you're in cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the warlord trait. Each time you make a, uh, each time you roll a wound roll of six plus for uh, an attack made by a friendly's Emperor's Wrath unit while they're within six inches of the Warlord in the shooting phase, the armor penetration goes up by improves by one. It's Storm of Fire, mm-hmm. right? So all these things they just work so well together, right? It's easy. Mm-hmm. But the, the Emperor's Blade Assault Company, it's really fun. Um, their uh, heirloom of Con- conquest is a three-up invul save for the bearer, but if he fails it he loses it and you can't re-roll it. So, there you go again. Uh, the Emperor's Conclave Infantry Company, this has got Catatran mm-hmm. written all over it. Um, but you pay one CP, Commanders, Platoon Commanders, Command Squads, Infantry Squads, Conscripts, Priests and Crusaders all get the keyword. Um, and then you can like reroll once to hit. Um, uh, in the fight phase for your Warlord trait, obviously it's really good. Um, There's a two CP stratagem that whenever a guy dies, they get to pile in and attack again. Extremely good. Um, And then the Sanctimonious Charge. uh, You get, if your priest makes a charge, other guys in the detachment gets plus one to their charge. Mm -hmm. So it's really really good. And like if you're playing Catachan, it's kind of the way that a lot of people already play them. Where you're playing them as like a melee unit, then this is like a no-brainer. Like why would you not take it? Uh, The other fun one is the Emperor's Fist Tank Company.
0: Yeah, this is what somebody keeps asking about. Tank, Tanker 916 keeps asking about the Lehman Russ one. So Tanker this is, 916 this, the one, yeah. <laughs> this is the one, yeah. This is the one you've been waiting for. Uh,
1: yeah, so uh, this applies to Lehman Russ units in the, uh, in the detachment. That applies to the uh, tank commanders as well. Mm-hmm. They also have the Lehman Russ keyword. And uh, the unyielding advance, one point. <laughs> it's a one-point stratagem. You can move full speed and still use grinding advance. So you don't have to move six. You can go 12 and or I think 10 is... Mm -hmm. I think it 12. I can't remember how far they move, And then you can double shoot. Really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, One CP, Steel Phalanx. Each use a stratagem at the start of your charge phase. Pick an enemy unit. Each time an Emperor's Fist unit from your army finishes a charge move within one inch of that enemy unit on a 4 plus to take D3 mortal wounds. So they become a Carnifex in the charge phase, which works really well when you combine it with Crush Mm them to hit on twos. Um, You could turn your Lehman Russes into fairly decent melee if you need to. Uh, The Warlord trait. You can uh, reroll hit rolls when your Warlord and Friendly Emperor's Fist units within six inches of your Warlord, fire overwatch. Pretty good. Uh, and then the, the heirloom of Conquest is the cool one in my opinion. Um, it's a, a model with a Battle Cannon only. Obviously, this is only going to apply to a Tank Commander because they're a character. But um, uh, your Battle Cannon becomes Heavy D6, Strength 8, AP2, Automatic, 3 damage. Nice. Really good. Yeah. That's worth the 1 CP mm-hmm. to make the Detachment the blobby blob uh, tank right. company just to get an auto three damage battle cannon right because if it's on a tank commander he's going to be hitting on threes anyway right um and then you can issue you know an order to reroll once to hit
0: you fire twice if it doesn't move yep you're gonna yep. Be doing damage oh yeah yeah the,
1: the automatically doing three damage that's worth it all by itself yep
0: right the other
1: stuff is just kind of like
0: yeah r- even lesser knights i mean yeah you're winning on four but you know it's still going to be great yeah
1: right and so you can apply this to you know, to um so many different uh units it's really good yeah and then uh the last one is the uh this one's really cool mm-hmm. i have a scions on me so i liked it but it's basically a, a, a specialist attachment for science and uh it's really similar to the other mechanized one but basically like they're um they can jump out of um a valkyrie without taking damage it's really good. So a Valkyrie can fly up, they can jump out, there's no chance of getting hurt. They can blast somebody and then the uh, Valkyrie can overwatch for with them. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way as like Tau. Uh, they have a 2 plus to deny psychic powers that target them. Um, uh, add one to hit rolls for attacks made by friendly uh, drop force infantry that disembark from a Valkyrie. Um, and that account that works on uh, any of the Scion units. So You know, you can move a Valkyrie forward, guys jump out right in front of your opponent, Mm -hmm. and then they get plus one to hit, and then they have increased defense from Overwatch. So, it's really cool.
0: Yeah, not bad.
1: Yeah, it's not bad at all. Uh, And then there's the Stompa Mob, which is hilarious. You have to take three Stompas to do it. Moving on. Uh, Before we just kind of drone through these, what what else do you all want to see?
0: You guys get about 10 minutes. Yeah. So hit us with questions.
1: Any reason why GW gave Chaos, a Chaos Lord with Jump Pack chained to Raptors only good in close combat which Raptor... Well, <laughs> Brian Spallaro, that's the question that everyone's asking but that's... not how
0: they think though.
1: It's because the IP, the, 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 the IP of Raptors is that they're a melee unit. We all know they're a shooting unit that's mm-hmm. mediocre in melee. Right. But that's not the lore. The lore is that a Raptor is a close combat unit yep. and that's why he's built that way. Yeah. So... He's a he's a fancy dancy chaos. Leader. And it, it,
0: we'll probably see we're gonna probably start seeing a lot more of these like chaos lieutenants coming out that are like gonna be like heralds of Abaddon. Yeah. For different types of um, of units, we already see him in Age of Sigmar. Yeah. So somebody was asking about the Windrider host.
1: Uh, we had a request for Cult of Speed. Oh sure. So Cult of Speed, uh, actually, you know what? We're not gonna go over this one. They already showed it on the Warhammer community site. Yeah. Uh, basically, it makes your guys even read. it makes your guys even faster. Wow. Um, yeah, like you can just double your movement when you advance for mm. 2 CP, which is insane. That means they're going like 28 inches. Um, and then if you've got your uh, Death Killer War Track nearby, they can charge. Yeah. Really good. Um, charge through them, use a the stratagem before a cult of speed unit from your army makes a consolidation move. That unit consolidates 2d6 inches. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Uh, the Dread is really cool. It's for um, killer cans, Death Dreads, Gorkanots, Morkanots and uh there's really fun stuff like you can double shoot mm-hmm. which is extremely good if you have a big unit of killer cans with like rockets you can shoot them twice that's that's really strong um, uh, and then you can get further benefits out of um the uh, mech workshop and you can repair better so really cool like if you play a can wall army like me this would be a, a, a the no-brainer to to do it and then you have a super uh, shock attack gun uh talking about the Wind Rider host, which people were asking about.
0: Talking about Wind Riders. What
1: you doing? Just talking about Wind Riders. All so all um Shining Spears. One C P it's uh Skyrunners, Farsew Skyrunners, Warlock Skyrunners, oh. Conclave's Wind Riders, and Vipers. Uh they get the keyword. Uh Nimble Escape, two C P use a stratagem in the Fight Fighters after a Wind Rider host is fought. The unit can immediately uh fall back. It's the same as the Dark Angels. Mm. I forgot about that one actually. It's been a while since we Worked on this. So, um, super duper cool. You just bail out, it. you boogie out of combat without getting hit. Um, Tempest of Blades, use the stratagem at the start of your shooting phase. Pick a Windrider host, Farseer, Skyrunner unit from your army. Improve the armor penetration characteristic of shooting attacks made by friendly Windrider host units within six inches uh, uh, by one. Three CP, that's badass. That is really good. Mm So now your scatter laser, your scat pack, bikes that have been sitting on the shelf since 7th edition, super hardcore, um, especially if you don't move. Uh, warlord traits, uh, uh, any friendly wind rider host within six inches of your Warlord can charge even if they fell back, amazing. I mean, they're not really very good melee units, although the Warlock Conclave on bikes hits like a truck. So that's super legit.
0: So if you just happened to run that?
1: I played it, a, I played it at a tournament that had the full 10 warlock jet bike unit. Yeah. Holy wow. shit. That is Pretty no good. joke. Yeah. It is no joke unit. It is super duper good. Um, and then the Howling Sky Sword of Galileth. Uh, it's a, it a replaces a Witchblade and it has, it does three damage flat. Flat and three damage. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. That is no joke right there. That's really damn good. Uh,
0: there you go seer, council, you your seer council seer council Council's coming back it's coming back it was already good i miss this here council
1: uh, i don't but this one is not as obnoxious as it was but yeah. it's really tough i put my orcs struggled to kill the unit yeah. um but the only reason i did is got so many attacks uh wolf priest quarrel uts used, uh harkin spear is yeah it should have been a melee weapon too i don't know why it's not but whatever Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you're n- probably not going to use him as he's written. You're probably going to use him as a chaos lord because chaos lords are great.
0: Yeah. Uh, blah blah. blah. Uh,
1: wow. Well, thank you for carving orcs and IG. Happy to tanker. Uh, not a problem.
0: Gene Stealer, Colt detachment.
1: Hammerhead Games, Warlock Conclave on bikes is definitely Listen, good. I in hope combat. to see more of those. You are, you are smoking something. I think he said it before you. you Tony,
0: you acknowledged it was. Uh, yeah. The Warlock Conclave. They are Conclave.
1: so. Yep. They are flying under the radar right now. I'm surprised more people aren't using them now they will especially when you start hitting themselves with their like their melee psychic power buffs and then they get a plus one save and feel no pain and all you're like oh my this unit's indestructible
0: yeah uh uh no there's a there's a wraith host one the wraith well. host one is
1: cool um i play i have an Yandan army mm-hmm. so huge points drop for the wraith knight uh i love it mm-hmm. wraith wars are ridiculously cheap now um and then uh um My Yandan army, I'd put a whole nother unit of Wraith Guard uh, with Flame D-size in. Mm -hmm. Um, So the Wraith Host, uh, it works on spirit seers and wraith constructs, which is anything that's wraith blah blah, whatever. Uh, The Warlord trait, you can reroll charge rolls for friendly Wraith Host constructs while they're within 6 inches of Warlord, that's obviously amazing. Twilight Gloom is a Rune of Battle, Uh, it's another power. A Warp Charge 6, if manifested, pick a friendly Wraith Host unit within 18 inches of Psyker. So the start of your next turn, that unit receives a benefit. The benefit to their saving throws for being in cover, even while they're in the open. Um, so it's a very similar to conceal. Eh. Uh, model with a witch staff only uh, remnants of glory. Uh, the warp spawn bane model with a witch staff only sorts of spirits here. Warp spawn bane replaces the unit's. Uh, the profile and it's uh, it does two damage mm-hmm. so it's, again it's really cool. uh wrath of the dead it's a one cp stratagem use the stratagem at the start of your fire phase pick a wraithos construct unit add one to their attack characteristic obviously that's amazing for wraith blades it's really good for the wraith knight also um, and then the thing that goes bananas with this is when you use the Citronome of to like double your attacks for a turn crazy um, um conceals minus one to hit thank you rip Crew. I, I, for some reason i thought it was cover i think that's what it was in a previous edition So yeah, uh, you can go minus one hit and plus one to your save, which is really good. Especially when you put that on like a Wraith Knight. That's no joke. Spirit Shield, 2 CP. Use this strategy at the end of your movement phase. Pick a Wraith Host Wraith Contract unit from your army that is within six inches of a Spirit Seer. Till the start of your next turn, that unit gains a four-up invul save. And the Spirit Seer loses their four-up invul save because they're giving it to their bro. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. You wanted an invul save on your Wraith Knight, then without taking the Scatter Shield.
0: Oh, there you go. Very cool. That's really good. Um, got time for one or two more?
1: Yeah, we can answer a couple more. So the Wraith Host is really exciting, especially if you play an Eanded army like like I do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, if you're just playing the Yanari kind of flavor of the month, which there's nothing wrong with that, mm-hmm. probably not a lot in here that's gonna make you excited. But if you're playing a thematic army, you're stoked. And that's what makes these really cool.
0: Somebody had asked about the Gene Stealer Colt. The
1: Anointed Thong.
0: Yes, it's my favorite song.
1: Uh, that one was covered on. Uh, uh, is that the only one? No, there's the
0: Deliverance Brood Surge.
1: Okay, uh, the Deliverance Brood Surge is um, for Gene Stealer Colt. The stratagem, the detachment works on acolyte icon wards, Nef- neophyte hybrids, acolyte hybrids, Goliath trucks. They all gain the, the keyword, the Warlord trait. You can reroll advanced rolls and charge rolls. That's exceptionally good. That are within six inches of your warlord? Baller. Uh, the sacred relics of the cult. The vial of the grandsire's blood. I like it. Add one to the leader. That's like Billy uh, Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie. You know,
0: the, the vial girl. of the grandsire's blood? They used to wear
1: a vial of each other's blood on their uh-huh. neck. That's kind of weird. Add one to the leadership characteristic of friendly gene sealer cult units within six inches of the bearer. In addition, once per battle at the start of the fight phase, you can pick a gene sealer cult infantry model. Uh, from your army within 3 inches of the bear add 2 to that model's attacks and strength characteristics until the end of the phase it's not bad it's not bad it's pretty good Uh, the first to draw blood 1 CP use the stratagem at the start of your fight phase pick a deliverance brood surge brood surge unit from your army that made a charge move this turn add 1 to wound rolls for attacks made by them until the end of the phase that's amazing plus 1 to wound Mm -hmm. when you charge that's Super duper good, mm-hmm. uh, reckless maneuver, one CP, use the stratagem at the end of your movement phase, pick a Goliath truck, um, blah, 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 from your army, deliverance, research. blah, 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 can immediately disembark if they did not embark within it this turn. Uh, and this is used at the end of your movement phase, so you can move and then they get out. It's very, very powerful. Um, if any units do so, roll a D6 for each model disembarking. If you roll a one, um, the model is slain. Uh, but they can charge they cannot move again but they can charge that's why they have the dangerous part of it Mm. because all the other ones that act like this you don't get hurt but you can't do anything Mm -hmm. however this you can move up get out one in six of them dies but then they can charge Uh, and you have to be nine inches away from enemy models so that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. um pretty cool oh there's another orc one we have to cover i forgot about it um it's so fun
0: is it the last one the blitz
1: it's the Blitz one. It's this is the best, the Blitz Brigade. Uh-huh. So um, uh, yeah, twenty acolytes attack. There's uh, there's all kinds of th- that. That's a really Gene Silver quote came out looking pretty good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you're welcome, Axis Venture P. Jason loves to read the fluff, so um, that's usually we hand that to him. Uh, Blitz Brigade. This one is a lot of fun. Um, so this uh, this is an Orc Specialist Attachment. It works on. Battle wagons, gun wagons, and bone breaker units uh, in the detachment. So the warlord trait uh, is backseat driver. If your warlord is in a blitz brigade transport, add one to the move. In addition, while your warlord is embarked within it, that transport gains ear we go, which lets you reroll either or both of the dice when you charge. It's really good, especially because when you consider the fact that you can deep strike one of these things. So you can deep strike it and then charge 3d6. Mm -hmm. It's really, uh, uh, really strong. Because uh, then there's another stratagem that lets you charge 3d6, and then you would get to reroll it. So you could put a, a battle wagon full of like mega knobs with your warlord in it, deep strike it, pop another stratagem to make you charge 3d6, rerolling any of the dice. It's pretty damn good. Because they hit, the, they actually hit hard in melee. Battle wagons are really good melee models. Uh, shiny gubbins at the start of your shooting phase, with the bears and embarked within a blitz brigade. Uh, battle wagon until the end of the phase. re-roll hit rolls of one for attacks made by friendly Blitz Brigade units within six inches of battle wagon. They hit on twos in melee, so that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So you get reroll ones to hit for all of the um, battle wagons. But this is when it really gets fun. Uh, the stratagems they get are amazing. So if anybody remembers, if anybody played like back in Road Trader or Second Edition, the rule for battle wagons was that. The battle wagon transported as many orcs as you could literally put on it. And then if any orc fell off when you moved it, he got hurt. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a throwback to that, which is a lot of fun. The two CP stratagem, hold on boys. Uh, use this during your movement phase before you move a Blitz Brigade battle wagon from your army. Pick a friendly clan infantry unit wholly within three inches of that model. That's a little tough. You gotta have everybody at least a sliver of their base within three inches um, and remove it from the battlefield. After the battle wagon has moved, set up that infantry unit back on the battlefield within three inches of the battle wagon and more than three inches from enemy enemy units. Uh, That infantry unit cannot move further this phase and it can't charge. But what this means is they jump on and they hold on to the battle wagon Mm -hmm. and then the battle wagon can move like 50 orcs by itself. It's hilarious. It's so good. So you could have like a unit of 30 boys next to your battle wagon that has 20 boys inside of it. Mm -hmm and then they're like jump on boys and then they hold on and then it moves and then they
0: they that's really good it's
1: so funny dude it's awesome (laughs) but you can move like a ginormous chunk of orcs uh up the table with a single battle wagon Mm -hmm. um opening salvo it's a one cp stratagem Uh, pick a blitz brigade gun wagon from army double the range characteristic of its weapons pretty good uh crushing one cp uh, pick a bone breaker. The bone breaker is the extra powerful melee battle wagon. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, from your army has chosen to fight, roll 3d6 for the number of attacks um, with a ram ability and choose the highest. It's really good. Uh, really, really good. So battle wagons are excellent. You don't, you don't see a lot of people using them, but um, the main reason why is because deep striking them, they don't have here we go. Well, this is a, gonna be a strategy that you're gonna see in orcless all the time. Cause you could take a normal battle wagon, fill it with 20 boys or whatever mm-hmm. whatever floats your boat, drop it down, charge 3d6, re-rolling any of the dice, adding them together, makes it so that your odds of charging out of reserves are extremely high. Mm-hmm. The battle wagon hits super hard. The guys inside can use a stratagem. They all get one attack to hit out at the unit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then in your turn, they get out and then they go charge something it's really good. It's really, really good. The only fear is getting surrounded, but they have a lot of ways to fight guys off. Mm -hmm. Um, Awesome. I love it. There's so much fun stuff in here.
0: Yeah. I Um, think there's going to be a lot of really happy people. We're going to see a lot of different army builds now. Not that there wasn't a lot of variety already. Yeah. So overall, I think very good for the game.
1: Yeah. And then just to throw it out there, Imperial Fists, Crimson Fists, Black Templars, Raven Wing, Space Wolves all got an attachment too. So. Really fun, uh, cool story. Mm-hmm. Definitely recommend picking it up if you're uh, any type of 40K player. If you like uh, open play, there's stuff in here. If you're a narrative player, this is extremely cool. Mm-hmm. And if you're a match play player, there's a lot to get excited about for building a themed uh, list. Of course, you can grab this from Frontline Gaming at a discount. Uh, we hope you choose to buy from us. It helps us to stay in business and keep doing fun stuff like making these videos. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can buy it at a discount from us. We have free shipping options <coughs> in the continental United States. You can also pick up a mat, take a look at the paint studio, maybe get something painted up.
0: Yeah. The um, Army's ready for Vigilus. Yeah. You're ready for Abaddon. Yeah,
1: you could get some coming. get some terrain, all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I hope you enjoyed the show. We sure enjoyed talking to you. Yep. I'm really excited about this book. This and Chapter Approved are going to have a, such a big change. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting because the LVO, the end of the season, is coming up uh, in two months. Mm-hmm. And, yes, this is all good to go for – for for uh, uh, ITC play, yeah, these, these are all play tested. They're ready to rock and roll, um, and I, I love them. I think they're great. They're going to make the game really fun. Um, so, grab it if it interests you. And um, uh, Bliss four one four, thank you for subscribing with Twitch Prime. We really appreciate it, dude. And uh, yeah, man, this is great. This is fun stuff. So, before we close out, Jason,
0: mm-hmm.
1: are you planning on using any of the stuff in here?
0: Uh, the guard stuff.
1: Yeah, me too, yeah. dude.
0: <laughs> Jason, we <laughs>
1: yeah. both love our guard armies. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, that's, I, well, that's one of the only armies. I have guard and Grey Knights, so Grey Knights aren't included, unfortunately. Yeah. Not yet. Right.
1: Um, Steve, you're very welcome, man. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Tony, uh, I bet stores and people under ordered that book. Yeah, because Chapter Proof kind of overshadowed it because people knew what to expect from Chapter Proof. And Chapter Proof will have a bigger impact on the game because it touches more units. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be a close second for impact on the game. Uh, Axis of entropy, what uh, all factions are in the narrative, Echoes of War missions? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know off the top of my head. You're going to have to get the book? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Come on, Anson. I would imagine it's all the armies that have been represented in, in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, me too. We, we have a league here that has like 60 players in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been trying to make up my mind what I wanted to play because so many of my... Uh, armies went dramatically down in points, and I take a lot of units that you don't see. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this kind of like pushed me over the edge. I think I'm gonna go with my Catachan Brigade mm-hmm. that I've been playing, but now I'm just trying to make up my mind if I, which do I want to play as the Emperor's Wrath? Mm-hmm. Do I want to play as the mechanized one? They're all, they're both really appealing. Maybe instead of a brigade, I'll split up into two battalions and then um, and then use one of each. I don't know. Uh, Zeradin, Grey Knights are being resigned to sitting on the Titan, why? They've only gotten better. Chapter approved lowered your points. Well, because
0: they're not not—they're not here. They're not in the book. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, they can't be everywhere. There's only a yeah. 1,000 of them. It's true. But yeah, Green knight got... Whether or not you think they're good enough to take to a tournament, that's up to you. But they only got better with chapter approved. They yes. got a lot of points reductions. Yep. So. Uh, Taker 916, yes. Uh, each detachment can only have one specialist keyword, but you can take mul- multiple specialist detachments. Uh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. Um, It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Mm -hmm. We'll be back on Wednesday with normal signals from the front line. Mm -hmm. And until then, happy gaming.